What's up, everybody? Welcome to Process, a podcast where we have honest conversations about what it takes to manage the ups and downs of the creative journey. I'm Marcela Chamorro, your host. This episode is a solo episode. What I mean by that is, it's just me. I know usually I interview different creative entrepreneurs and intrapreneurs, but today I want to talk about something a little more specific, and I'm going to dive into that myself. Today we're going to talk about doubt and self-doubt. Let's get to it. So what I'm going to do real quick is I'm going to read you um, my blog post from this week where I talk about this topic. I'm going to go through it real quick for everybody who hasn't read it. And, you know, maybe just me reading it is a different experience, but it won't be that long. And then I'm going to give a little update on how it's been going this week, an update on uh, my creative process and how doubt is playing into that. And I'm going to touch upon something a little different that has been kind of sitting in my mind for a few weeks now. And I've hinted at it with blog posts and stuff like that, but I really want to use this episode to explore my thoughts on it and see what you all think. The revolutionary truth about self-doubt I didn't know until now. The other night, hanging out at home, my husband asked me, do you think you're a good mom? My reply came so quick, it felt like a reflex. Hell yeah, I am. I mean, every day is a new frontier that keeps me researching and learning, but yeah, I'm doing a great job. And as soon as I finished saying it, I felt a rush of shame rise up, just like it always does when I let my brash self-confidence show. But the truth is, I just don't have any self-doubt when it comes to being a mom. Like when my son was born with a fractured clavicle that sucked. When I decided to stop nursing him at six months. When JJ and I left him with my parents for a week away, just the two of us. When I spent days upon days researching how to guide us all to a blissful sleep. I mean, I always felt confident that I'm doing my best. And I know that I'm the right person for the job. And of course, this baffles me. I wonder to myself, like, where does this confidence come from? And I have moments where I feel conflicted, of course. Like, I'm having one right now. While I decide whether or not I should let my little guy go to a nursery school for a few hours a day so I can work on my creative projects. And I routinely have moments of not knowing what to do. I'll never forget the first time he had stomach pain, letting up piercing screams while kind of fumbled through his medicine bag wondering how to help him. I mean, yes, I have doubt, but I don't have self-doubt. What's the difference between the two of those? Recently, Tara Moore, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, wrote a beautiful post in which she shared the following idea. The problem for so many of us is that we think that our uncertainty about whether we're doing right or as well as we could means that we aren't the right person to do the work, to create, to innovate, lead, teach, write, whatever it is we're doing. So according to Tara, we should all be questioning, learning, researching, testing our approach to our work and our lives. And it's not just normal, but critical. As creators and friends, as parents, as bosses, as every role we hold, she goes on to say, the right kind of leader continually questions and doubts, looks critically, and stays open. And yes, these activities can be packaged as doubt, but they don't have to be self-doubt. Though over the last year and a half I've spent being a mom, I haven't packaged all my questioning as doubt at all. I've packaged it as research. The way I see it is, step one, it's absolutely normal to not have all the answers. I'm new to this, so step two, I'll call my fellow mom friends to ask about their experiences. Or step three, 
I'll Google it until I'm blue in the face and have some kind of strategy, strategy in hand. Motherhood feels like a huge science experiment, but unfortunately, not all the other areas of my life feel the same way. To be completely honest, and I always am, my struggle with self-doubt is painfully strong when it comes to my creative life as a writer. And what transforms my doubt into self-doubt are my expectations of a specific outcome. When raising and teaching my child, for example, I can't have expectations of any outcome. I mean, I can try and teach him new words all day, but he won't repeat them until he's ready. I can try different discipline methods, but he won't stop throwing tantrums until he's ready. Sure, what I do has an effect on him, but it's impossible to be completely in control of another human being. When it comes to writing, though, I act as if I'm, I'm in the driver's seat and reaching the destination is all on me. As in, like the good outcomes are thanks to me, but so are the bad. The truth is I'm not in control with my writing either. Yes, I can control how much I write and how often I practice, but I cannot control anyone's reactions to my words. And I just finished reading Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis, which is my important book for January, because I'm trying to read one important book per month this year. And I love this line at the very end of the book. He says, Even in literature and art, no man who bothers about originality will ever be original. Whereas if you simply try to tell the truth without caring two pence how often it has been told before, you will, nine, out, nine times out of ten, become original without even having noticed it. The trick is letting go of the outcome. Which you'd think I would have learned by now. My entire podcast is about this very topic. Now I'm taking Tara Moore's words and C.S. Lewis's words and folding them into my practice this week. While I work on my book, Make, while I record new episodes of Process, and while I work on some other stuff that's got me all excited, and I can't wait to tell you more about it later, I'll do my best to let go of the outcome and know that if my duty is to tell the truth about my life, then I'm the right person for the job. This week, I'll remember, I'm doing a great job of being a mom and a great job of creating too. And that's a wrap on the blog post. I wanted to share that with you and read it to you for two reasons. Um, this whole doubt versus self-doubt thing it's important to me because I, I see it play out in so many of my friends, my family, people I come across, you know, people who I interact with online, the emails that I receive, um, tweets, you know, Instagram, everything. So I, I think that it's a topic that could potentially benefit a lot of people if they were to apply this insight to themselves. You know, uh, why am I feeling self-doubt? Is it really just doubt I am the right person for this job. Um, and also, the second reason why I wanted to share this with you is because I want to give you a little background on, you know, behind the scenes of once I internalized this insight, how has it played out in my life? Am I feeling less self-doubt and turning my self-doubt into just doubt? So as I shared in my post, uh, there's a lot of self-doubt that goes into my creative life as a writer. Not so much my photography, uh, which really is just my Instagrams. Uh, I'm, I love Instagram, but it's definitely not something that I have attached like, expectations of any outcome to it. Um, I love taking photos of my child and my family or landscapes here in Nicaragua and posting photos of them. And I never feel less than anyone else because I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just having fun with it. Um, the same here with my podcasting. I really, I love when I hear that people are listening, but I don't need a thousand bazillion 
listeners. I just want to connect with a few people that resonate with what I have to say. So this is, is fun for me as well. I don't compare myself to anybody, um, the big leaguers, let's say, in the podcasting world. But with my writing, I have more... I guess it's because uh, I have more expectation and I'm more apt to, to disappointment um, because it's your profession when you say, I am a writer. I don't just like, oh, I like to write. It's very different than to say, I am a writer. And when you say, I am a writer or I am a photographer or I am a podcaster, like as a profession, then there needs to be, you know, the monies that come in. So I've been thinking about that a lot when it comes to my writing lately and especially as I work on my, my upcoming book, Make, and, and trying to just focus on telling the truth as that C.S. Lewis um, quote so puts it so well. So that leads me to this book of mine that I've been working on. So I want to give you a little update on what the process has been like since my last post on that topic. Like I said, I, I'm always honest, right? So I'll tell you the truth about Make. Since I published the last solo podcast episode on this topic, I haven't lifted a finger for make. Um, so this book is right now still very much in the process of being written, but it hasn't been worked on by me for since before Christmas. Um, I took off a lot of time in December and the beginning of January or half of January to be with my family. Uh, my my younger brother lives in Spain. He was in town, and I, I'm very much in the camp of I want to live my ideal life, and I knew that I wanted to capitalize on that downtime to be with my family and friends who were in town in Nicaragua for the holidays. So now that everything is wrapping up, yes, I realize it's the end of January now, uh, but Nicaraguans we like to party. <laughs> so my this kind of coincided with my son starting nursery school. So next week. I decided that the day that he starts nursery school, I'm going to dedicate full time, the time that he's in school to make. So he'll be in school for three and a half hours and, you know, I'll drop him off. There's a coffee shop right up the block from his school and I'll sit there and write, uh, make for three and a half hours. And that will happen for a few weeks, a month, two months. I'm not sure until make is done and I won't do anything else but that during that time. So three and a half hours of deep work on, uh, on make. And I, and I love this concept of deep work. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure it's going to be a huge struggle. Uh, but my buddy Cal Newport has a new book out called deep work, uh, which I'll link to in the show notes. And it's all about this topic of, you know, focusing on a very difficult topic or activity for a long time. And then how your, how your ability to continue that will just get better and better over time. And I think that that's something that I want to practice with my writing. Writing is very difficult. How do I get it to be a little bit easier on me? Just keep practicing. So I'm not sure how long it's going to take to write make, but uh, I'm feeling recharged and ready to tackle this little, this monster project of mine. Um, I do think that what I envision make being will change over time. So I'm really excited for February 3rd when I really start dedicating that three and a half hours um, to make every every weekday. So I'll, I'll keep you posted on how that goes. Uh, we'll see. Basically, like I mentioned in a blog post a few weeks ago, 
right now I'm kind of in a place of feeling like I am enough versus I need to try harder and harder. You know, I have no advice to give per se. That was what the blog post was a few weeks ago. You could find that over at marcelachamorro.com. But I guess the point upon this is that I want to focus on what I can do and what feels good uh, while still making progress versus feeling like I'm not doing enough, like I need to improve, like I need to keep trying harder and harder and run myself ragged over this book, over this podcast. Um, I'm having fun. I want to keep having fun. I mean, I think all of you know this is kind of a side project for me. I would love for this to become bigger and bigger over time. Um, if that's what is meant to happen, it will happen. But right now my main project is still, and my main job is still being there for my son. So balancing the two is tough. I'm doing my best. Um, and I'm really focusing on that being enough at the moment. But I'm really excited to reach more people. I'm really excited to write. It's going to be absolutely horrible. I'm sure of it. There are going to be days where I'm just going to, you know, find me on Twitter. I'm Marcinator. I'm going to tweet like I hate my life. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes getting in the, you know, what, Getting down and dirty is 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 worth it. So uh, I'm excited to do that. And I'd love to hear what you all are working on. You know, what parts of your life are where you feel self-doubt? Which parts of your life are uh, just full of doubt but not self-doubt? Where do you feel like you're enough even though you're always learning? And where do you feel like you're not enough and comparing yourself to other people? Is it the career or is it at home? Is it in your friendships? Is it, you know, in your exercise? I don't know. All these different things. So I would love to hear more from you. And you can find me on Twitter at Marcinator. You could find me on Instagram. Uh, it's On Instagram, I am M-A-R-C-E dot L-L-A. So it's my name, but with a dot between the E and the, and the L. And yeah, I look forward to hearing more from you. I hope this was <laughs> interesting. And I'm going to come back with another interview next week with AJ Leon. I'm super excited to share that with you guys. There'll be another interview after that uh, with my friend Consuelo, who's now becoming a super awesome Etsy shop uh, at Pink Fries Papery. And then I'll be back with another episode with an update on make. So I hope that you enjoy this kind of mix of interviews with amazing people. I mean, I can't wait till you hear from AJ and Consuelo. They're absolutely incredible. And their work is incredible as well. And then kind of include a few little updates, shorter episodes every few weeks on how things are going with me, what's going on with me, a little behind the scenes. And, um, you know, just excited to hear more from you. And I'd love to, to include some of your questions in these episodes. So send them over to me at Marcinator over on Twitter. So I'll be back next Friday with the next episode of Process and more on managing the ups and downs of creating and making. I'm Marcela, your host, and this was Process. Thanks so much for tuning in.